Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Worst Spanish Aki presents. No one was going to bring us in, so I'm doing it for us. We got Raisa, we got Oscar. Uh, Carlitos is shooting the remake of Galaxy Quest. Galaxy oh. Quest, you remember that movie? Sigourney Weaver is coming back. Yes, you heard it here. Yeah. Primero. Who's Carlos playing? Her twin sister. Yep. <laughs> Carlos is getting <laughs> Carlos in drag, you know, pushing his looking. range. Yeah, you know, of roles, course, yes. Carlitos stealing the role of a woman. How dare you? <laughs> wow. Carlos really stealing all the all wow. the best roles for white women. Yeah. Oh, he's stealing Carlitos stealing all the white women roles. <laughs> Carlitos way. Carlitos, Carlitos way. wants oh, away and he says way or, or no way. Okay. <laughs> we do not we're not shady to anyone else when they're not here, are we? Mm, no. Mm. Maybe. Maybe we should. You know what? I can answer this later. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. I feel like I'm always here. So, uh, <laughs> right. right. It's true. Real stable know. here for the dates oh, of and recording. When, yeah. When Oscar and I got, you weren't for like bonus episodes. I think when yeah. Oscar and I did like Queer Corner, yeah. I felt like it's like two kids like running the asylum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, truly. It's, yeah, people, people, Truly. look, you need me there to ground you. Yeah, Who's the yeah. serious person? Not me. <laughs> yeah. We take turns, I think. I think we take turns grounding. Yeah, yeah. I have my silly days. What's up, boys? How you doing? <laughs> it's getting hot. It's, it's so summertime. That's me. It's officially summertime. That's wild. Would mm-hmm. you consider this a hashtag hot girl summer? I... I, I'm, I'm like, okay, so there's been a, like so many like posts about it's not hot girl summer. It's whatever your yeah, body is summer. Yeah, yeah. So people are very anti anybody saying that. So I'm going to say no. Um, I Why? also, well, cause here's the thing, but I think like hot, there's nothing wrong with saying hot girl summer. Cause I just think all the girls are hot. Like what the, like what the fuck? Like, like, so I'm like, for me, it's like, I'm not thinking like, Ooh, hot skinny girl summer. No, I'm just like, yeah, everybody that is alive right now and is going mm. to experience summer. You're hot. And that's it. Mm, <laughs> and I, okay. that's, that's my decision to say like, right. like, but yeah, I like, I totally, I think, you know, it's a, we're getting out of a pandemic and a lot of people are talking about bodies and working out. And I see a lot of more people too, like posting working out and doing, you know, the stuff. And I'm like, cool. Like, I love that. But also, like, it's nice to see people that are not as stressed out, too, because it's a good... I feel like a lot of people went through a lot of things this past year mentally. And, mm-hmm. like, I think it's it's been a little bit of a nice reset to just be like, fuck this. Like, I'm owning whatever this is. And, you know, just, like, let's be happy. And it's more body positive, too, which I love that as well. Mm. So, I don't know. 
Maybe yeah, I think the rebranding should be, you know, hot mental health summer. You there know, you go. Oh. Do you See, think you it's go. important to take care of yourself? Well, that's what the, we that's go. one of the nice things that to come out of the pandemic yeah. is the focus on oneself. You know, being present yeah. in your own body, in your own mind, and mm-hmm. taking care of yourself first. So that's good, regardless of where you are. Um, mentally and physically is just like really, really nurturing and taking care of your soul and body. Yeah. So, because, be, because like, like, yeah, like everybody wants to take care of their physical, but it's like, okay. And like, I know that's ridiculous coming from me because to be fair, I just started doing two a days last week. So like two I do workouts a day, right? Yeah. I work, mm-hmm. I do Pilates in the morning and then I do rise fitness, my other gym um, at night. Which they have yet to change to Rises. Right? <laughs> yeah, they're very yes. close. Yes. They're very yes. close. So one I letter, keep, one letter. I keep pitching it, and still nothing. But it's all right. I've only been there a few months, so give it time, boys. Um, but I'm like, yeah, like so. I feel ridiculous saying that, but I do genuinely think like it's like nice. To, like me, like I'm like okay, like I'm looking for another therapist because mine is now out of like my like new insurance thingy or whatever. So um, I don't know. I'm I'm like focused on getting everything good and healthy and going to doctors and not nice. just the body. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, here's a pitch. My hot self summer. My hot self summer. I Her hot I health love summer. You know what? I'll I work on it. it. I love. I love anything here's that my has pitch. summer. Uh, never love, mind. And then he gave up on it. That's Rem- me. Remind me There's- to never let Tony lead an SAP pitch in a room. <laughs> here's my elevator pitch. Is this my floor? oh my goodness well it's it's not only summer but it's specifically i mean Mm -hmm. let's Mm -hmm. talk it's july 4th it's american independence day you know you know what that sounded like that sounded like uh gonzo's girlfriend that chicken from the muppet show I auditioned for that, and they're like, "No, <laughs> no, oh, Carlos like got it. Carlos real. got it. Oh, Carlitos stealing rolls from chickens, <laughs> stealing the chicken rolls too. Mm-hmm. Going, yo, yeah, wow, wow, wow. yeah. So it, I love pollo. It's pollo. <laughs> we know. Uh, <laughs> we know. Oh, pollito, sabrosito. I love when I get Oscar to do cover his face with his hands. Y'all are I stupid. Y'all are so." <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, pues oh entonces. Sí, gobble, it's gobble. Fourth of July. Yes, gobble, gobble, chirp, chirp, chirp. drip, drip, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we so we have a peek out today, right? That's a it's a little Fourth of July Ooh. themed. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like customary to talk about our July Fourth experiences, but I say yeah. fuck that. No, this <laughs> yeah. is Spanish Hockey Presents. I wanna. I'm curious because I don't know shit about Cuban. Independence Day, Liberation Day. I don't even know what the correct terminology is. Mm. And you two are cu- Cubanos. So I want to know how do y'all celebrate your Independence Day? Do y'all have an Independence Day? I mean, I could talk about my Colombians, uh, Colombian Independence Day. Um, I wish Carlos was here to talk about his Puerto Rican Independence Day. Um, yeah. So well, independ- Independence Day for Cuba is October 10th. This, oh, so they do have says, one. That's what it says. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I was not raised learning this because mm. I, 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 it's, it's okay. So we were really quickly just chatting about, you know, the, before the episode. And like you mentioned how I just was laughing when you <laughs> mentioned Cuban independence day. Cause I'm like, it just feels so ironic saying 
Cuban independence day when right. it's not independent and it's still a communist country and there's still so many liberties that are not given mm. to the people of Cuba. So mm-hmm. like I know that that's not what that independence day means, but like saying it out loud just feels ridiculous and not real. Yeah. Uh Tony, yeah. how do you No, I agree with that. I wasn't raised with this either. And when we think of Cuban independence, we're thinking strictly of Spain, right? But Mm -hmm. both Rise and I come from like exile backgrounds for our Cubans, relatives that it's sort of, it's such a mixed bag, right? Mm -hmm. Independence from the Castros would be nice, but Raul just stepped down, right? Historically, the end of a, well... Yeah, there's a first there's a first time that somebody that is not a Castro in uh, I believe it's over 60 years is now in charge. Yeah. 60 uh, years you said? I believe it's yeah, 60. Like, yeah, because wow. it was first Fidel and then uh, right. when he finally when they had no more footage of him walking back and forth in a sweatsuit, um, then they finally <laughs> That's what they called it. There's no more they footage. They finally yeah, they fi- <laughs> Bro, because oh do you remember that? Do you remember that time? They, I cuz here's the thing, I was living in Miami <laughs> and like Yo me acuerdo, like, everybody, like, they will go to Versailles and La Cayocho oh and La Carreta God. and, like, Fidel, Fidel está muerto. Like, you know, can't, like, fucking, like, you know, all Aguanos. And it's funny because, like, it was for, I mean, there were years that they would do that because there was always, it was always a fucking conspiracy theory or that he had a, a bunch of twins. Like, what do you call them the, when they have, like, the lookalikes? Like clones? Or, clo- no, not clones, but, like, um, they, they have, like, literal, like, they say that, like, about, like, uh, Sudan who's saying, like, that they all, doubles. like, they were doubles. Like yeah. yeah. Look on purpose because they're so wanted, like, to, right. like by the world or whatever. Um, They have so much hate and enemies which yeah they do like make sense they're terrible evil people um uh yeah so i i just remember that time how funny it was like just so many years of just him going back and forth he, they would never show footage of him other than in his like sweatpants <laughs> outfit and like looking like a hot mess just like barely walking <laughs> like so slow oh my god but it, it felt it felt so fake but like mm. since it was cuba everybody just was like oh yeah they don't have this they don't have it's like no bro you don't think the fucking castros have a fucking big ass i don't know a hundred and something big tv in their like place i por favor listen mm. they're living the life the, a la otra gente are the ones that are not mm. but yeah um <laughs> Uh, done with that. Oh, rant. so that, that's so interesting because <laughs> I mean, my, my anti Castro, unapologetic. Yeah. Right. Uh, my question is like, so then, what is celebrated on October thirteenth? Mm. I think uh, it, sorry, October tenth. No, I was going to say tenth. Sorry, yeah, 10. no, it's okay. It's just like a historical marker. <laughs> I don't think. Looking at me like what? <laughs> I think it's just like a historical foot yeah. uh, footnote, really, right? They do like um, parades. They used to. I don't really know in, if that's still a in Cuba. Thing. Yeah, they would do like little like parades. Yeah, like or something. Because because for Cuban, Q, th- that's that's um. So let's talk about the day. It's it's when we became independent from the colonizers of Spain. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. So so. It's not like they're like the cute, the people in Cuba, like to them, it's like a big deal. It's you know what I mean? It's not like it because it's not talking about the U.S. or like the, right. it's not talking about the people that are literally in Cuba imprisoned or like the like literal like, you know, humans that can't leave the island without getting murdered uh, or dying on the way there. Um, so, like, I think that that's why they would maybe celebrate it a little bit. But it sounds a little more elitist, maybe the like like the elitist part of Cuba um, cause you know, they, they, they have that. It's, you're either really, really, really fucking rich or you're poor. There's like no right. in between there. Like They're really military, isn't. government, tourism. Yeah. 
That's- yeah, so I'm sh- I'm sure they have like a dinner and like a thing and whatever. And, you know, I'm sure they're using <laughs> the people's money and just, you know, having a nice time without them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Dude, That's what I what, imagine. <laughs> what is celebrated in Miami then? Because both of y'all are from Miami. No. So that's not even a, an no. acknowledged for no. a lot of like... No. no. Oh, not interesting. Yeah. Fidel's death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? That's Yeah. That was celebrated. That's, but it even feels weird celebrating that because it's kind of like, well, he died, but did it make a fucking difference? No, because Raul no. came right, on. Right, right. Even though he was... And God, I hate having to even say this, but like he was maybe slightly less evil than Fidel. Mm. But I think it's because of the times. No, no, no. I, I no, think it's because... Of, I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think it's... I don't think it was him... I mean, again, I don't know this motherfucker at all, but from what I can, from what I know of reading and, and, you know, like checking on, you know, Cuba and like seeing people post about it, like I do think that, um, that it's like he, I mean, he couldn't just be killing people militia style like him and Che, like Fidel and Che did and him to, you Mm -hmm. know, before, because that's another thing. A lot of people, you know, love to praise Che Guevara, but Che Guevara wasn't a good guy. Che Guevara put... Uh, who, who's praising Che Guevara? Like, let's really cis, talk about this cis for a second. white men are are praising him and wearing like his shirt. Like college students that no, don't I, know shit. No, I, and like, I, I went up to a man in his 40s that did improv and is a white man. And I eek. went up to him while he was wearing the shirt. You both know him. Um, and he was wearing it. And I went up to him and I was like, I hope you know that, like, that person you're wearing uh-huh. killed my people. So, like. If I were you, I'd maybe like not wear it. And this was like before, quote unquote, wokeness or whatever the fuck. And like Mm. he like kind of laughed it off and walked away and like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, you know, it's 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 it sucks to have to like do that because it's like I don't know like the people personally, maybe. But like I've had my friends post about it, like my deal was or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like people don't realize this. Like he was not just a nice little Robin Hood type of a motorcycle diary character. He was yeah, a monster yeah. as well. And, and, and I think that, like yeah. Gabriel Garcia, Gail, that, yeah, name? no, no. I mean, yeah, he was, he looks, I, I, ha, I actually have a picture um, of him that my abuelo Rafael took in Cuba um, or something like, like of like when they were like up on the things and, and like, I don't even know. And like, it's a picture and like Che is in the picture. It's Raul and oh, Che, wow. and it's it's crazy because like I have it and like I I kept like the physical one of it somewhere in my house, but it's like. It's Do you wild. remember wearing in Cuba? No, because the thing is that my so my my on my dad's side my 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 dad lived in Santiago de Cuba, and my 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 dad's tío tío Nino, he was he's my tío abuelo, um mm. and he's still alive today. Because uh, let's be real, they're all in their 90s and almost like a lot of them have already passed away. Um, his like primas and siblings. My tío Nino was one of the comandantes uh, that helped get rid of Batista uh-huh. with wow. the Castros. What? And he was my, my, but here's the thing. It feels crazy when you say this and like people are like, oh my God. But it's like, I'm not saying Batista was better or worse. <laughs> like, but Fidel sold you a dream. He yeah. sold you a yeah. different dream. He said, you know, he sold you. He's mira. I'll put it in in a in American terms. Mira, he sold you Evian, <laughs> and he gave you fucking L.A. The River Sunny. water. No, not even L.A. River water. Okay, so you know, you know what that is. That's no water. That's dirt. That's mud. Yeah. You know, because we don't have water in the river. Um, so I'm like, that's like an L.A. <laughs> analogy, I guess. But yeah, so he was a comandante and. 
helped. And then when he realized, so that's why like we have some pictures because my, my, my abuelo, my dad's dad, Rafael, he was a photographer. So he used to do like quinceañeras and like weddings and like of a lot of like political people or whatever, like just, he was a really big photographer and he has some pictures of like before. And then like, I mean, after that, they just had to get the fuck out because they, my family mm. would have been killed because when my Tio Nino found out that this motherfucker was a bad guy, like in like the like shortest way to say the story, because he also has a book about this that he wrote and he's even talked in colleges about it. Um, they just had to get the fuck out. So like I I I like you just you left everything there and my So yeah. your Tio Nino went to the you came to the US. After yeah, they that? had to everybody had to leave. They he had to like oh, he had wow. to tell my abuela and abuelo and the rest of like the like the primas or whatever, like mm-hmm. we need to get the fuck out because they're gonna come and kill me and they're gonna get the rest of my family too if you stay and if they see that I leave. Cause that's how it was. If if us three are our siblings, you know, and we're in Cuba and I fucked up or whatever, and like I'm talking against Fidel and the Castros and his regimen and and his communism, he's gonna first kill some he's gonna come and kill one of you guys and then kill me and then fucking you know kill kill you in front of me or like that's the kind of shit they would do like mm. i mean you know even in colombia like that's the kind of shit that like like that like fucking animalistic like shit that humans do where you're like i don't even know like i watch this in movies or you hear these stories and i'm like fuck that's like i don't even i can't even imagine just like being present in any of these situations but anyways i'm like i i got too too a little, little dark and real here but it's just it's it sucks sometimes i like want to talk about cuba more some like in like just regular social things but it's hard to not get real about it and sad because mm-hmm. it's you know yeah no um, of course i mean like this is the kind of stuff that is so that happens in the in third world countries, uh, developing countries where, you know, you have like, it's this weird juggling act of regimes that happen Mm -hmm. and this struggle for control. um, And it's always totalitarian governments that are making like the most extreme form of of punishment. You know what I mean? Just like if you have an opposing thought, that's warrant for your execution, you know? Yeah. Or just um, someone this, saying something. Yeah. Just like I mean, exactly. un, un chisme would kill, would get people killed. Like, do you know what that is? Un chisme, bro. I mean, like, hello. Like, Latinos yeah. love to gossip. How, what the fuck? Like, they can kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, I mean, this isn't uh, 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 Latinx uh, history, but there is a documentary called The Act of Killing. And it's about this guy who, like, murdered all of these people. It's such a bizarre. I can't recommend this documentary enough. Yeah. It's an Indonesian uh, documentary about this. Tony, have you seen it? I've heard of it. I I cannot watch it. It's it's a very difficult movie. I've read to about watch. it. I, I, it's 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 wild, but it's about this guy who like executed all these people for exactly the same reasons why people would get killed in yeah. Colombia or like Cuba. And the way he talks about them is just like very proud, like Ugh. prideful, sort of like, yeah, I did that. Like, it's this very bizarre thing. And like, that's how people who backed up Fidel's ideas, like that's how without any remorse would just like commit these heinous acts because they felt like they were on the right side of history, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's devastating. Yeah. But and, thank oh. you, Riza, for like being incredibly <laughs> candid and talking, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. I don't really know a lot about Cuban history and it's interesting to to talk to talk yeah. about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like it's it's weird cuz it's like I I do feel a little far from it because I feel like 
we didn't like to talk about it. It's sad. Like my, right? like, like, yeah. I don't like, I get sad sometimes talking with my dad about it. Like I literally like right now, like I even get like emotional just thinking about it. Cause I'm like, fuck, like, like my dad's not going to get to go back there. And like, he's just not. And like, you know, like our, like, like other people like him have a, like, you know, that got like, I want, like, it's going to be soon to the point where like their age group, like they're dying. Like those people are dying or have died. And like they're like they live this like dr- American dream, like hoping that one day they can go back and like just like fucking touch the soil of their fucking right. country. But they can't because it's not it doesn't feel right to them. I went because I wanted to go and it was my choice. But it was like I feel like there's so many people that don't want to because they feel like right. they shouldn't. And, you know, it's, it's a whole thing, but whatever. I'm How like, was know, how was going back to Cuba for you? Oh, or I, going to Cuba. I like cried when I got there and when I left. And um, I don't know. It was I like brought back sand like in a Ziploc bag <laughs> from there. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's weird. It's like you feel like you're bad because you're there, you know, like you feel like you're doing something bad. But like I did everything I could to like not give money to the government. Um, so like, you know, I stared and I stayed in air an Airbnb. Like I had like a local guia. Like paladeras, like I, right? Uh, yeah. I went to the paladeras like to eat. Like I went to like the local spots, not even the touristy spots, you know, and, and like supported. Yep. Yeah. Like I even went to a, the only CrossFit gym there. And like what? it was, what? yeah, yeah. I have videos and everything. It would be very and, on brand for you to find the, the <laughs> CrossFit <laughs> gym. I mean, listen, when, I, when I went, mira. When I went, I told my guia, Humberto, who I, I've mentioned to you guys. I'm like, I'd love to have him on the pod. Uh, I should hit him up after this again. Um, last time we, I, I like still like WhatsApp with him and he lives in, in Cuba. He's been in Spain though for a little bit because um, he has like some type of like thing where he's able, like there's some people, certain things you could get visas and shit, right, but like they're exactly. super hardcore. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, he, I was like, mira, yo quiero hacer dos, uh, tres cosas. I, like, I wanted to do three things. I was like, I want to do a photo shoot because it was my sister's uh, 40th birthday. Like that was like where whatever. It was just me and her, Danya. I was like, we want to do a photo shoot. I want to do a photo shoot. One. Number two, I need to do CrossFit. So find me the CrossFit. These are the <laughs> and, priorities. No, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and number three, I want to see a bruja. <laughs> so I did. Oh, all so you saw a bruja. Yeah. And yeah. how was that experience? Well, you know, I can't talk about it, but. Oh, was, what? Yeah, it was. All I, all I have to say is it was legit. It, yeah, what? it was. Yeah. You've, told, yeah. you've talked about it off. A little like, bit off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, sorry. I'm like, I feel like I've hogged this whole peacock. <laughs> no, I'm just curious. I mean, uh, Tony, you're from Cuba. Uh, you, born here. I, yes, my fa- my father came from Cuba. Mm-hmm. But have you oh. ever have you been back to Cuba? At yeah, all? a few times. We used to go when I was a kid. We would see relatives there, and I went. Um, good lord, twenty years ago. Uh, my relatives, my direct relatives, they've all passed away there now. Um, but I'm I'm looking to go very soon, as soon as this year, because uh, I got to work on a documentary about drag mm-hmm. queens in Cuba, and mm-hmm. I was supposed to go there last year, mm. uh, but now we might to go to Santa Clara. Um, oh, wow. And yeah, so I've, I've always ever been to see relatives there and it's very, it's like sad now to think that they've all, they've all gone now. They've all passed. Um, my grandparents never left my dad's brother. They stayed the, um, yeah, it's very, very bittersweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's painful. It is. It's weird. It's like too, like, it's like, 
It sucks because I feel like there's a lot of Cubans that are in America. And I'm going to say it as a fucking Cuban that lives in America and was born in the United States of America. And there's a lot of Cubans that come here or like are born here after like a generation or two. And like they're so fucking like selfish and don't give a fuck about like where they came from for real, like, mm. you know, like where their people came from. And I and it sucks because I feel like it gives us sometimes a little bit of a bad name. And I know that everybody also hates on Cubans because there's a, we're known for being conservative and Republican, usually when it comes to voting. And I know that 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 sucks and that's terrible. But also, like, I think like even like I, I've gotten hate from like other Latinx people. And it's like I'm not that type of Cuban one. And number two, like, also, like, it's like I can't control like, you know, like I, Raisa, cannot control what Republican conservative Cubans are doing. Like also right. their decisions and what they do is not the same because in the end of the day, there's a bunch of conservative Republican Mexicans. There's a bunch of conservative Republican Colombians. There's a bunch of conservative Republican. But yeah. th- there's everything. There's, there's everything. Generational. Which, there's like yeah, what, exactly. what yeah. job categories. And I think and like, we I think yeah. we mentioned this. This might not have been on the podcast, but we did talk about the idea of conser- the psychology mm-hmm. of some. Some, I'm not generalizing here, of some conservative Cubans being like, well, I I want to stay the fuck away from yeah. communism. And in their mind, the idea of a leftist or even anything mm-hmm. left-leaning is like so triggering for them. I'm not excuse by any means, not excusing no. that train of thinking, but that that is a legitimate way of thinking for yeah. a lot of Cuban Republicans. And these are these are Cuban Republicans that don't believe in therapy. So you think they're going to go and talk to somebody no. about it? No. Yeah. And you know what? In the end of the day, like, it's just like it sucks, but like it really is what it is. What's beautiful now is when I see people in Miami that come from Republican parents and they are so mm-hmm. liberal. They're so outspoken with like yeah. the opposite and they don't give a fuck and they're respectful about it and they're professional. And and it's really beautiful to see. Now, do I have friends that I was I was friends with, but are like such Trumpies that. I stopped being friends with. I've said it before. Yeah, 100%. They still follow me on Instagram and look at my stuff and they can read every single thing that I post about saying that Trump is a fucking scumbag. Because that's Mm -hmm. that's my opinion. And I think that like, you know, especially as a Cuban that is against it, I need to talk about it even more sometimes because... Mm we aren't maybe some of us are 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 scared because maybe are you know you don't want to get your family mad or whatever that is and you know i've had those conversations with those people too and they're like yeah i, I like i'm 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 a democrat i voted for yeah i voted for bernie or whatever it is <laughs> but they're like but you know like you know like me abuela and i'm Keep like bro the DL. Yeah. what like what yeah. the fuck but yeah i don't know it's uh, I don't, I'm like, we can have hours and hours of this conversation mm-hmm. i feel like i've talked about it too a lot well the cuban but- independence war lasted 3 years there uh, you go. <laughs> Oscar, I love what to drag it on. <laughs> Colombian. Uh, what? What about what? what Colombian. About? Colombian independence. Oh, uh, Colombian Independence Day is on July twentieth, so it's on the same month as uh, the American Independence Day, mm-hmm. and that is very similar to a lot of South American countries' yeah. independence from the colonizers yeah. of Spain. Spain. <laughs> uh, and you know, we owe, um, <clears throat> you know, Simon Bolivar was the. Uh, Gran Libertador of, uh, you know, Venezuela, Ecuador, Colombia. And so, yeah, July 20th is when we celebrate. um, You know, I was born in Colombia and we did celebrate it in Colombia. And I, when I came to this country, I lived in Queens in New York and Mm -hmm. I didn't live in Jackson Heights, but there is a uh, heavy, heavy Colombian population in Jackson Heights that did celebrate 
Colombian Independence Day, known as 20 de Julio uh, in Colombia. Uh, and um, yeah, people would party at, in Jackson Heights. We would have parades in Flushing, Queens. Uh, but actually moving to Los Angeles, like there is Nothing. little <laughs> Colombian representation yeah. Yeah. In Los Angeles, so uh, I, I was I was keeping my eyes peeled for any sort of uh, Colombian celebration for 20 de Julio, and I couldn't find a single thing. So, um, yeah, maybe anybody who lives in LA <laughs> who might have any recommendations of yeah. uh, fun little uh, fiestas for 20 de Julio, please hit me up because uh, yes. I would love to attend. You know what, Oscar? Sometimes you have to be the cambio you want to see. Oh, yes, so open your I own restaurant have, uh, and do a whole thing. Let me, yes. Um, yes, I'm going to change my career as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- before before we, we um, go to our cafecito break, I was wondering really quick, like, are you guys, do you, are you doing anything for 4th of July? Now that you, is that like something, like, what is it really quickly? Like, what is 4th of July to you now as an adult in the L.A. without your family? And like, how does that like transpire within your celebrating of it that's the time to party mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah. it's an interesting question yeah, yeah. i mean because like when it comes to besides like the barbecues and the cookouts that happen on july 4th yes um are people really celebrating american independence day mm-hmm. really that's you know what i mean and i t- no we're not celebrating our independence from the british colonialists at all mm-hmm. you know no. we're not hanging paul revere you yeah. know chains around the house or anything like that um and taking and indigenous a, people's lands from exa- them. Yeah, exa- it's, it's like, what? Yeah. yeah, what does it mean yeah. to be American? I, I don't Ooh. think, we're, I don't think that we are the type of people to celebrate, quote unquote, American pride. Mm-hmm. Because really, like, what I'm doing when I celebrate, uh, you know, 20 de Julio is like, oh, Colombian pride. I'm very proud of being Colombian. That's mm-hmm. my identity. Uh, but I'm not doing the same every July 4th, like, wake up in the morning being like, thank you. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> the founding fathers, for signing yeah. that Declaration of Independence. Same. Yeah, I, I ain't doing that, you know? Same, so, same, same. Uh, it is just an excuse to hang out on a fucking hot-ass day. Fuck yeah. Truly. Yeah, I agree. I, I will say, when I was younger, we used to go to my tia and auntie and Uncle Diego's house and do a big, like, we'd walk over and do the watch the fireworks, and we'd wear those old Navy, you know, the, the always had a the different fleece? 4th of July. No, they would have the, the performance the, fleece? The, no, the t-shirts. Remember, the old Navy would always make, a ho- uh, like, the holidays. But Fourth of July was a big one for them for some reason. I don't. I don't really? know what is the relation. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. So they would do it. So the I remember. Navy, the most patriotic. I don't know. Brand. I don't remember. I think there's a reason. I forget. But anyways, uh-huh. and but like now I'm like yeah like um I I know we're pre- we're recording this a little early but uh I will be at my uncle David's house uh, in West Palm Beach and we're just doing a barbecue and just gonna see family watch some games you know. Oh, I don't there's know. Games that day, aren't there? Yeah, there's always a baseball game every single day, oh. every single day of the year. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to, I used to bother Alejandro. I'd be like, "Babe, are the Dodgers playing today?" He's like, "Every day, the Dodgers play every day." Babe. I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I just bought. Now I ask him every time, even though I already know the answer. Um, right. but yeah. So. Tony, less... what about you? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh no, did, I, he did say it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think it's the same as uh, both of you. It's just, I don't put too much weight on it. Oh. I am. I do feel grateful to be in this country for all the positive things that are, you know, nowhere else in the world. Uh, but uh, we got problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Problematic yeah, country. Yeah. Also, before we go, Biden and Kamala, get your shit together with Por fucking immigration. Fi. Get your fucking shit together. 
All right. So I got to say, and I'm pointing yeah. at the Zoom. Pointing at the <laughs> Zoom for all our listeners. Yeah, why are, to, why to are you see. pointing specifically at me? I don't I'm talk like, to either one of them. <laughs> Can I leave one more thing? Go ahead. I I like yes. I I agree with what you just said, Isa. I watched a documentary, and I feel like I might get this wrong. So please come at me if I get this wrong. But the first country in the Americas to declare their independence, or and win, let's say, or to claim their independence, was not the U.S. It was Haiti. Hey, mira. Oh, okay. And, which okay. is a. I need to from from the British. You mean mm. from the French? Yeah, no, the oh, French. Oh, right, yes, from yes, the yes, French, yes, yes, exactly. From yes, Napoleon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, uh, if I'm wrong, uh... <laughs> if I'm wrong, um, send him... Okay, if he's if he's wrong, send him a DM and tell him... But be nice about it. You know, we don't want to tear someone down. We want to yeah. educate people. But be, but like, just... a little a little naughty when you send it. Like, yeah, just say so send your naughty. pollos. Send your pollito. Oh, ay, 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 you know ay, what? Cochino. I think we do need a cafecito break at the moment. Dale. <laughs> 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 Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Slurp, 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 mi gente. We are back from a cafecito break. And oh my God, I cannot even express to you how excited we are to finally have this guest today. You know her, you love her as the co-creator, co-star with Jessica St. Clair of Best Friends Forever. You've seen her in one million things from Veep, <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm, Lady Dynamite, Excuse Me, Adventure Time. Also, by the way, a soon-to-be-released HBO Max series starring our own Oscar Montoya. Hey! We not only love her for her comedic brilliance, but I am so lucky to call her a very dear, dear friend. Beautiful, inside and out, Lennon Gwendolyn Parr. That was the most beautiful intro. He still forgot to bring out the mugs. Oh, Oh, that's right. I'm drinking my cafecito for my mug that Lennon gave me. (laughs) It says not today, so I took it literally. Not today. Not today. Not today. today. After 30 minutes of introductions, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I'm going to frame that. I'm going to frame it. Thank you so much. I'm so well, it's so wonderful to be here. I love I love this podcast. I've been listening to it and I love it. 
Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) We, well, we love you and we hear, we love your podcast, plural. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) We were just talking about Womp It Up that not, not many people, or maybe everyone does know that you're the DJ of Womp It Up, right? Oh yeah. That's really important for everyone to understand. (laughs) Why do you bring up things and maybe not everyone? Yeah. On the serialized, like very character driven. (laughs) So if you didn't start at day one, don't even bother joining. (laughs) Womp It Up. It's a podcast I do with Jessica St. Clair, my uh, frequent Mm -hmm. co-conspirator. Yeah. And it's, it was a spinoff of a characters from comedy bang bang scott Mm -hmm. ackerman and um yeah and it's insane and we we took a full year off and now we just started doing like little it's just so fun and we were like it feels joyful we're only going to do things that give us joy right now because everything Mm -hmm. else is a disaster so yeah yeah like (laughs) like like live in your joy so we were like let's do it and we're doing it yes so i have a question yeah i've actually always wondered how long have you and jessica been like besties because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I I obviously like I knew you from UCB stuff but then I remember when Best Friends Forever came on I was yeah. like this show which I'm sure so many people tell you like I was like this is me and my and best playing friend. house please yeah. yeah oh no but 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 best friends but best friends like really like I would watch that and I was like oh my god this is me and my best friend Vix like all that like mm. I so many like moments and like just like the back mm. and forth I was really I was able to really like relate to the characters yeah. and i was one i was like i wonder how long they've been friends uh yeah so how did you guys meet what's the story on that <laughs> well we didn't we actually became best friends while writing about best friendship if you can believe that so we weren't best friends to start we okay we had both uh come up through the ucb so like when we got together to come up with an idea for a tv show um we had the same manager and mm-hmm. and sh- and I know Jess was like actively looking for a, a a woman to collaborate with, and I was I didn't I didn't know which end was up to be honest, and so uh, <laughs> we just like went to a diner and started brainstorming ideas, and we were like rolling on the floor, like oh you know covered in turkey chili, <laughs> so, and it was just sort of easy. And you were banned it from never the really, restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> it closed. That one closed. I had yeah. to close it down because of health code violations, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we just, it was so easy. And we had both been feeling this absence of like real women on television. Like Mm. we all, we both had been going out for very different roles, but always like the, I was like the weird sister or the weird best friend. And she was going out for like the bitch, the boss, you know? So we were like, that's not women. Like women are actually all of those things rolled up into one, you know, like the slutty slutty bitch boss. So, um, So we decided to like write for ourselves because we felt like, and that's similar to what I did with my one woman show in at UCB in New York. I was like, nobody knows the insanity that is in my mm. head and nobody better to write for me than me. So put it up and see what happens. It's terrifying because it's you, it's fully you, it's your mm. voice, you know? And with Best Friends Forever, it was just like, it, it continued to be like, um, against all odds, you know, because nobody knew who we were and we wrote this pilot and then it got picked up and then the network executives changed, which is like always a bad sign. Mm -hmm. And then we did a table read for the new president with Chris Pratt and Jake Johnson in our table read. They were like just doing us solids basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and it got picked up to series, but it was like the last one that got picked up to series. I don't know. It was sort of like this insane 
element, you know, combination of elements that got it to actually being made. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but Jess and I, that's that was kind of our origin story. And then oh, wow. as we wrote Best Friendship and we're spending all this time together and finishing each other's sentences, uh, we went through life together and we like fell in real friend love with you each went other. Method. Yeah. Mm. And, um, and so that, that was, it was kind of from the outside in as, as opposed to the other way around. We're best friends. Let's work together. And then you end up like, we're, like not being <laughs> friends anymore, which is usually what happens yeah, honestly, when friends yeah, collaborate. We, we yeah. Have, yeah. True, true, true. So yeah, it worked out. And then we went on to do playing house and mm-hmm. all, all this other crazy shit together. So, awesome. uh, yeah. It's so great to see like the tremendous fan love for mm. playing house and best friends forever. It like I mean, I'm not a woman. I'll say it now here. But like, okay. the, like the exclusive. Ap- yeah, yeah. No, but like Riza, you were saying like the tremendous appeal of female friendships. And yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. for gay men at least, like there's that attraction too of of like new families or chosen families, let's say. Yes. Yes. Totally. Especially with playing house, that's a factor there. I have a theory about your comedy sensibility. Oh, that oh I I'm interested. To contrast against Jessica. I think I've Go told you this on. before. So <laughs> you, I don't think, when you started performing, you did not start out seeking comedy, right? You were a dramatic actress to start. Well, tech, uh, Lenny, technically. Come on. You wanted to be Meryl <laughs> Streep, right? Just well, humor him, Len. Please. I don't want to be Meryl Streep. For the sake Streep, of this Tony. theory. Just- of course. <laughs> No, of course. Like I was going, like I went to college for theater, like oh, and with an R E, not an E R. That's oh, yeah. right. That's but I just awesome. kept getting cast, uh, you know, and, and in high school too, as like the comedic one. And I was like, really, like furious. <laughs> like I am capable of so much more than this. But, um, but that yeah, ends. yeah. So I have, I do have like a foundation of like theatrical. Like drama mm-hmm. acting. Okay. And I auditioned for all those grad schools, like go, to go oh. to theater for grad school for theater. Like that where, would have been where a, did you, where did you Everywhere. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Oh, okay. I That's went to weird. undergrad at the University of Evansville, which had like a, like basically a conservatory program, but like inside a liberal arts college. So you got like a regular education, but you were like eating, sleeping, breathing theater. Oh. Um, and it was everything. Um, when I went to visit, it was like the, the best performance I'd ever seen, like the best production I'd ever seen. And I was like, I don't, I didn't have a good time that weekend. <laughs> like it was a disaster. <laughs> I, I was like sleeping on the floor of some girl's room and she clearly hated me. And so like, I didn't go to any parties, but I saw one play and I was like, that's it. I gotta so... be here. And then of course the next four years. And I met all, all these wonderful, amazing best friends, um, that I still talk to today. And you know, hang out with and love. But refuse to work with because you don't want to lose the friendship. I don't want to lose the friendship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But then I, yeah, after college, I thought, or, you know, your senior year, you start to think about the next step. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I got to do grad school. Like, that's what you do to be a working actor. That's what all, like Carrie Preston went to my college and she went on, I think she went to Juilliard and then Mm -hmm. went to to be in The Tempest with Patrick Stewart on Broadway. And I was like, I was like, well, that's the trajectory here. Like, you know, <laughs> right. But then uh, a little gentleman named Jack McBrayer was at my college as well. 
And he plays Kenneth the Page on 30 Rock, et cetera. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest and kindest men you've e- you'll ever care to meet. And uh, when he graduated, he went to Chicago to do Second City, mm-hmm. Improv Olympic. And I saw that. And I saw how much joy it gave him. And one summer I lived in Chicago and he was like, I think you should do this. I think you should think about doing improv. You'd be really good at it. And, uh, and so that kind of festered in the back of my mind for a while, but I still didn't do it. I tried to get into like Juilliard and Mm -hmm. all of these amazing colleges. Um, and they all said, no, thank you, Mm. (laughs) which was actually a gift because I ended up taking a break after college and doing Teach for America, where I, I went to rural Mississippi and taught high school French for two years. Oh, wow. And then with the strength of the gods, after having taught high school for two years, I moved to New York and I was like, bring it on because you got yeah. nothing on yeah. me. I just was teaching high school, you little yeah. bitches. Yeah. So like, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? Like, what do you want me to be? Like, I could walk in. I was so fearless. I was just like so fearless after that experience. And it was just what I needed because I was before that, I was like a little soft baby, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this because I could just imagine you like walking into like auditions. Yeah, I mean, like, I still look like a tiny, like, <laughs> like a tiny girl child. Like I didn't look like an adult until I was fully 35. But uh, <laughs> like I would walk in with the confidence. Like yeah. one time, I swear to God, this is the, the most insane story. So I'm a I played percussion all through middle and high school and I was in the marching band and I wear it like a very proud badge because I was a motherfucking snare drummer, right? <laughs> so I am auditioning for grad schools and summer stock and we do this like big audition and Blue Man Group is there and they've mm-hmm. never had a woman on their show, in their show. Oh. And I was like, I'm a drummer. And one of the guys in my class got called back and I was like, what room is that? <laughs> in the hotel oh. where they're doing callbacks. He's like, it's 2.36. And I was like, all right. I'm going to shake, you bitch. I'm gonna shake yeah. my head <laughs> yes. and I'm going to come over. I'm there, bitches. Let's so I go. just went up to the door and I knock, knock, knock. And I walk in and he sees me in my express sweater suit and like, <laughs> like full length black skirt and mules. Thank you very much. And, and it's like for a moment, like, who are you? And I'm like, I think you might have missed me. Uh, I'm actually a drummer and I think you might have. And then he realized I had on two, three inch heels, which makes me the appropriate height for a blue man because they all have to be the same height, like the Rockettes. Mm-hmm. You have to be at least 5'10 and I'm 5'8 and a half. So with the heels, I was 5'10, but I wasn't tall enough to be a blue man. Mm-hmm. But then that guy and I became good friends. <laughs> oh. yeah. was, Is he still was- a blue man? No, he wasn't a blue man. He was like an artistic director oh. <laughs> of the blue man group. Anyway, wow. that was the kind of like balls I was walking around with, mm-hmm. like underneath my express like sweat. After teaching high set. school. Yeah, uh, this was right before, right before. I went to okay. Mississippi. Yeah. This oh, was wow. when everybody was saying to thank you. <laughs> was that, so I wanted to ask earlier, but we kind of moved on. But like, at the, what was that point of reconciliation? Because I know what it feels like to feel like, oh, I'm going to college and I have to do this. And this is a trajectory for a lot mm-hmm. of us, especially for comedians. It's like, we have to have the JFL or we have to have this thing. And at oh, some yeah. point we're like, we don't. So how was that transition? You don't, honestly, you don't have to have any of that. Like, yeah. you don't really need any of the things that they say you need. Like, for me, I think the thing that you need is the practice. Mm-hmm. You need to bomb. You need to do terrible. You need to fail 
over and over again. You need check, to put, check, put your check. Yeah, back. I'm like, I'm like, uh huh, yes, got it, okay, yes, yes. Uh, On the road step to success. A, step ahead. Of you. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. What's the second? I'm not triggered by my self tape I sent in last minute yesterday. <laughs> Listen, that's their problem. That's not your emergency. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think I've always. I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I see my daughter doing this. She, something doesn't go her way and she rewrites it. Like, that isn't what I wanted anyway. And I'm like, mm. okay, like, that's a beautiful way to like, kind of reframe it. Like you see disappointment and you're like, yeah, that is disappointing. But you know what? Then I'm going to get this awesome thing. And I had, I had applied for Teach for America um, during my senior year at the same time I was applying to like, all, you know, I really wanted to go to Yale drama mm. school where Meryl or, Street N- went probably or <laughs> yeah, or NYU or like there were a couple places that I really wanted and I didn't get callbacks to those places. I got it to a couple other places, but I was like, I don't know. And then but I did get like a second interview for Teach for America and I had always had kind of like a, I think I might want to do a Peace Corps or a service kind of thing at some point in my life. But this just felt like the right thing. And I felt called and I was like, I'm going to play this so I can go to like a big city and be close to like the scene. And then when I finish my, you know, my time, I'll, I'll, I'll know the city and I'll be able to nail it. But then I got, <laughs> they were like, you're going to rural Mississippi. And I was like, nah, there, go, there goes that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then they sent me like a priority mail envelope full of like letters from the kids and like a VHS mm-hmm. tape of like just driving down Highway One, like blue, where the blues was created. And I was like, I'm from the South. The South has a tricky past, obviously, but like mm-hmm. it, it just felt like it called to me. And I was like, maybe this is what I need more mm-hmm. of this, deeper of this. Mm-hmm. And um and it was amazing. And I'm still friends with some of the kids that that I taught or that really taught wow. me. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, and I love to hear. I mean, they've got kids older. They've got like kids older than my kids, some of them, you know, because I was t- I think I was like 23 when I was wow. teaching and they were 18, you know. Oh, so, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Also, like I like you saying, like auditioning for all these theater schools and stuff like that's so hard like I think so many people yeah like they think like you know I mean not to say that being an actor is at the same like (laughs) level as a doctor but Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like it's it's very similar like I've had this conversation with my little sister who's in med school and I'm just like like so many people they just like apply to so many of these places and then it's like sometimes nobody says yes and then sometimes like it's just that one and like Mm -hmm. that's just it is what it is and that's like what was meant to happen but I totally feel you on that like Mm -hmm. auditioning for I mean applying for all those schools because it's really hard it's very very hard I think people think acting going to an acting school is super chill and easy but no I mean it's like so competitive everything is competitive and you're also competitive it's all about ego because it's you like it's not Mm -hmm. you know it's not your skill I mean it is kind of your skill but like being an actor it's so connected to you as yourself so like yeah how do you separate like that that piece of like they don't want me yeah yeah you know how do you separate that out and that's something I didn't learn until I mean I still have that I still struggle with that but like 
when I got on the other side of it as an EP and I was on the other side of the casting table, I it it really took some of the pressure off for when I auditioned because I was mm. like, hmm. literally, we're, we're casting this on an iPhone in between a take. And like, I, it, this person is the funniest, but they're not the right size or, or you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many yeah. like so many weird things, things that yeah. we need specifically that, that has nothing to do with whether or not you're an act, you know, you're the right. You're good enough. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes, yeah, it has nothing to do with Or that. like, you'll go, you know, after an audition and you're like, like when we used to do them live and you didn't self tape <laughs> and spend mm-hmm. two hours getting it perfect, but mm-hmm. and then it's yeah. still not even perfect. Tony has seen some of my myself tapes. It's tr- it's tough. It's tough to the stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think self tapes are sometimes harder. Than... That should be. That's a separate discipline. I don't <laughs> yeah. even. I don't even connect that to acting, yeah. which for a long time I struggled with it, and I, that's how I've always felt. I was like, I can act, but fucking auditions and self tapes. That's what. Yeah. Gonna... Well, yeah. at least with an audition, a live audition, there's like an element of like. The performer kind of lights up in you, you know, because you got to nail it. You got to nail yes. it right now. And you've got an audience, like a real audience. Mm-hmm. And you're they're in charge of like the lighting and like how your face looks and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just like, I, I guess I like let myself off the hook a little bit more when I started mm-hmm. to see like that it really, I mean, you know, after an audition when you're like, oh, I, I messed up that one line or like yeah. I didn't like hit you that. You keep replaying that it in your head or whatever. Trying to fix it like, in time. No, the first 10 (laughs) seconds, I decided if I thought if I if we were if we were even going to consider you like, it's just it just happens. You know, it's just it's what the person is subjectively thinking in your head. And it really honestly has nothing to do with whether or not you're good, you know? Mm. Yeah. For you, it took being on that other like because you're directing now on top of producing, writing. But it's Thank you, Tony. Be, what? What? Tony. Thank you. What's that here for? I got a million of them. Like it took like wearing all these hats and these different skills for you to see like the bigger picture, right? Because I, of course, when you're just going for one thing, this is what your one view in the yeah. room. And then, yeah, but, totally. I mean, getting on the other side of that, like, and also too, you know, when we were first auditioning people and trying to figure out who like to cast in our shows, like. I made a lot of mistakes about how I handled it in the room or like how, you know, like, Mm. I I, I mean, just thinking about this, like we cast mostly people that we know because Mm. we like, because we know that they, we, yeah, they got the, they speak the comedy vocabulary. I know they're going to show up and nail it. Like I can also, (laughs) and you did it and you did it well. Glenn and I will take my clothes off for you too. Just <laughs> saying, I just want to put that out there. Gladly, got me some dates. Thank I'll you. keep that in mind if ever I have another show. You need another Cuban, you know? I'll. I'm. I'm just gonna throw myself out there. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So I wanted to obviously talk about Minx. It yeah. sounds mm. so exciting. It's one of the pilots that so many people had been raving about for mm. such a long time. And I was I was wondering, um, like, how was that experience auditioning? Obviously, Oscar is also going to be in it. So yes. even like it's like it's you, Oscar. And I know Jess, too, uh, you know, who's a UCB gal as well. It's so stacked. And how was the audition process, especially like during a pandemic, like to book such an amazing, huge like yeah. show? Yeah, I, 
Well, first of all, I read the pilot and I loved it. So that was like a no brainer. I was like, oh, this would be good. And it's, it's, uh, you know, you think about like, I mean, I thought about like, well, I was just on this ABC amazing show, Bless This Mess, that had farm animals. Like, this is a real departure, the 70s world of porn. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> so I'm I'm listening, I'm listening. And then I just, I did essentially, I put myself on tape. My husband helped me. I happened to have a, like a 70s suit that I threw on. And I just nice. <laughs> did my version of it. I was like, this is how I would do it if I got this part. Uh, yeah, this is what it. I would bring to it, how I would make it funny. Like, I don't yeah. know what you want necessarily, but I think this- You got to take. Yeah. So, and then I found out that that they liked me and that they wanted me to test. And I was like, so what is that testing in the pandemic? Right. Just, just from the first self tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's... Yes. Lenin, Look at all these is... hurdles. You just <laughs> jumped over. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm taking listen, notes. <laughs> it's a, but it's a tape. Like they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And then that tape. was it. I didn't audition again. That wow. audition that I did in my living room was my audition for the producers, was my audition mm-hmm. for the studio, was my audition for the network. And they all wow. said, yes, uh, we like her. And and then. Uh, Wait, did you test with a video? Or did you test in a Zoom in front no, of everybody? I, live? It was all they just watched my audition that I did in my living room that one time. Well. Well, kids, oh the God. important thing to remember is that that's not what usually happens. Yeah. Please don't ever believe <laughs> let, let me live this life. <laughs> yeah. So I that's don't know. how you get a show. I mean, I haven't it's gotten, a- <laughs> but the other thing is I haven't, like, none of the other self tapes I did have gone any further. Right. And there I were helped like, you with those, uh, some of those, right? Yes. So the Tony. moral here is that your husband is better at getting you the job. <laughs> He's got a that feels, voice. That feels right. That feels like you either you don't get any or you don't get called back. And then you just get a show <laughs> that feels like the right that averages out. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's a Dominicano. So he's like, he's got this beautiful, handsome voice. And he's just like on the other side. And I'm like, you're doing great. You're doing oh, great. Yes. He keeps telling telling me that he wants to get cast off. Of, he's like, one day somebody's going to be like, but wait, who's that guy? Who's that guy in the <laughs> mask? Yes. Oh, that's going to happen. <laughs> Your performance was fine, but who's <laughs> yeah. reading? He did do a part on Bless This Mess. There's an episode where my character kind of goes wild on a girl's like weekend in Omaha. Uh-huh. And I like randomly kiss a stranger. And Lake who uh, and Liz, <laughs> who were the showrun, you know, co-creators and showrunners <laughs> and everything were like, would would your husband do this? That way you don't have to kiss like a random dude. And I was like, first of all, I was like, no, because he's so shy. Mm-hmm. but he's also very handsome. So I was like, well, let me, and then I was like, well, I can't speak for him. Let me ask. And mm-hmm. then he said, yes. And then I really got worried because <laughs> then I was like worried about them and him and all this stuff, but he nailed it. And I, I requested that he be placed in a bolo tie and cowboy boots and it worked <laughs> oh out. It worked out. Yes. Then, like, then you ran with it. Then you yeah. ran with it. like, and I want him to look like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they called the, the character in the script was just called Dashing Man. And Ugh. now like his work colleagues, they'll start, they call him Dash. Dash? That feels <laughs> appropriate. That feels appropriate. It's pretty cute. That's such a cute story. I love that. <laughs> how many, imagine how many like significant others have had to help. I mean, with self I've had my boyfriend from like home, like at his house, just get on Zoom like yeah. ten, 10 times already. Or FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like my little brother, like just so many random people, my sister, that's a do- like all these like people that have nothing to do with entertainment. Cause um, I'm just yeah. like, 
Yeah, because I'm like, I feel annoying asking my other actor friends again for the like whatever time. And, yeah. Or asking my roommate because it's like, you know, uh, for whatever reason, I feel like I've done it, you know, so many times. I'm like, I don't want to annoy you. I'm so sorry. I'll ask my dad. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, this like Cuban 78 year old man in the background. Jess, do you want the ice cream or whatever it is like his line? And it sounds crazy, but I'm like, this this, this might help me. But it I makes you know. look good. It makes you. Yeah, look good. I'm like, it might help me. They're gonna be like, can we? Um, who was that you guy? Really so authentic. The tra- roast- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, this is a take we weren't ready for, but we like. We're gonna change his character to a 70 year old Cuban. Yeah. Thank you. Could you it really worked in the scene. This my that- line or yours? Yeah. Oh, wow. This would be that would be my life. Oh my gosh. And see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lennon, thank you so much. I, there's a million more things I want to ask you. Yeah. But okay. I think we're gonna have, have to have you back. We have to wrap it up, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Before you go, is there anything that um we can let our fans know that will be coming out? Is there anything else? Any magical self tapes? Coming through. Oh yeah! Where can we I'm see your husband post next? All my yes. self tapes. <gasps> <laughs> yes. No way! No way! No way! Please. Uh, no, because it's so embarrassing when you don't mm. get it. Right. Wait, you, know? you you did a self tape self tape for Veep, and it got no. you in the room. No. Yes. Oh. Oh no. Oh. You were. Oh, you auditioned for a role that was that I didn't the get that one. No, Jessica St. Clair booked that role. But you. Yes. <laughs> and, then and then I got, went back again for a well, different role. And that's the one I got. Karen? Yeah. Karen Collins. Yeah. Oh, I love so to hate she's her. The worst. She's the worst. I love to hit her. Hate, hate her. Hate. Oh, how is my like, accent what? that thick? No. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I, love, I love to hate her. <laughs> I, I love to punch her with emotions. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I hate Karen. Yeah, she's the worst. She's her. the worst. Hate. <laughs> I know we have Minks coming out, but is there is there anything is there anything else? Oh yeah, um, the podcast as well. Sure, I uh, so the, do this podcast. It's called Womp It Up. It's on Earwolf or Stitcher. Like, there's a ton of episodes from you years gotta watch the first going one. past. Yeah, okay. which you are the um, DJ uncredited. I'm. I have. You have I to. do DJ it, but I take credit fully the whole time. Oh, <laughs> okay, good. You should do like recap episodes per like year or season, so people can just do, like a refresher. Last <laughs> I don't, time on, I don't need, that would take so long. <laughs> and honestly, it doesn't ever track like what happened the last time. It who knows? Anyway, people just, just jump in when they jump yeah, in. Yeah, it's it. just joyful. So. If you want to hear those that in dulcet tones in your ear holes, go for it. Um, and Jess and I have been writing. We're writing a feature right now. We wrote a feature uh, the last two years for Gina Rodriguez uh, nice. for Universal. Right. So we're hoping, fingers crossed, that that something will happen with that. It's so good. Um, yeah, I I mean, there's not. That's that's it. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lennon Parham, and I always post what I'm what I'm up to there. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yes. Oh, wait. I'm oh, look oh, my goodness. Who do we have? Just to say good hey. Goodbye. You you got here just on time. We're, we were literally saying bye-bye, Oscarito, but say hi. Hi, Lemon. <laughs> hi. <laughs> All right, get out of here. Get out of here. We're going right. to finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you again, Lennon, so, so much. We love you. Such a big fan. And we can't wait to watch you and Os- Oscar in Minx soon, mm-hmm. and also and Dash. In- yes, and Dash. We gotta ah. we gotta wait for Dash. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone, you guys can also follow us at Spanish Aki Presents on IG. You could follow us on Twitter at Spanish Aki. 
And you can follow me at Raisa Licea on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at Of Course It's Carlos. And you can follow me and ask me any questions, anything that I said in this episode at Ozimo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at PleaseHelpMeWithMySelfTape.com. Oh. I need so much help. Just kidding. I'm at the Tony Roderick on IG and Twitter. And check out Spanish Aki Presents on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, Yay. the SiriusXM app, or wherever you listen. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find out about the show. Lennon, Parham, we love you so Lennon. much. Thank you for being here. Love you guys, too. Thank you so much. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com.